Welcome to the Small Business Community Network podcast, your connection to the small business community. Visit us online at www.sbcncanada.org and find out how we can help your business grow. We're proudly supported by TELUS, the future is friendly, and by Prime Information Security, because business is risky enough. Hi everyone, it's Linda Okorjan here with another SBCN Small Bees podcast. And um, it seems like only yesterday I spoke to um, one of our regular guests who's returning today, Janet Benedict from the Canadian Networker. Hi, Janet. Hi, Linda. Good to talk to you again. It is good to uh, talk to you as well. It's so awesome that you can come back every couple of weeks and, and share this um, awesome information with us Um I guess for the listeners who've not been, you know, in on our other podcast, I'll catch up after this, I'm sure. Um, talk us through a little bit about what we've been going through over the past couple of podcasts, if you don't mind. Okay. Well, uh, a program I, I devised late last year was called the Business Jigsaw. And what it is, it's a coaching program specifically designed for people in direct sales, but it can be used by anybody. Um, in much like a puzzle, our businesses get stuck. Um, sorry, well, I, I guess our businesses have a lot of different pieces, and if you have a piece that isn't working for you, then we get stuck, mm-hmm. and we need to make it fit. So instead of signing on for an all-inclusive, often expensive coaching program, you can now choose what you want and when you want it and take one or all the puzzle pieces. Um, At this point, I've got 16 different puzzle pieces and uh, working on more, actually, as I'm being asked different things. Oh, really? That's awesome. Yeah, but we we do them online. Um, All you need is a computer, and we agree upon a time. And uh, I coach you one-on-one on that specific um, puzzle piece that you need help with. We've covered goal setting and action plans in previous uh, podcasts, uh, niche marketing. What's in your toolbox? I think you really like that one. I love what's in your toolbox. I really do. And the way you explain it to me, Janet, I guess this is why you chose this this kind of work, this kind of business, because you are good with people. You are very good at um, helping people realize that, you know, if they want to follow their dream, they have some goals to set. And, you know, by you putting all these modules together and saying to people like myself, you know what? A, you don't have to do all the modules. B, it's very affordable. It's fantastic, Janet. No wonder you're you're very successful. I'm excited today because we, we I guess we're going to touch on objections and rejections, yeah. right? And that's when I cry because I don't like being rejected. <laughs> of course, nobody likes being rejected, and uh, you know, and we all, I think, when somebody objects to something, we immediately. Um, cloak ourselves of an armor and go, you know, like, how can you possibly object to I'm telling you? <laughs> or, or why don't you want me? What's wrong with me? Am, am I not good enough? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's a tough thing. You know what somebody told me many years ago when I first started Motivational Steps, my prime business? They said, listen, have no expectations because if you didn't have something tangible, you know, in your hand, 
before you got rejected. You, you've, you've not lost anything, really. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, and, and sometimes we, we just, you know, we don't put enough value on ourselves and realize that not everybody wants what we're we've got to sell and we we need to be mindful of that too mm-hmm. because we're asking questions and finding out um more about their business and what they they need and what you can do to help them that that becomes a big part of it and i mean would you say that today more than ever i mean when i started business way back in 2001 there wasn't as much available there wasn't as many choices for people today so small businesses I'm happy to say really help the economy but people can choose now Janet to come to you versus somebody else so obviously you know I guess we will face rejection won't we because people are going to make their choices yeah absolutely and the thing is you know not to to let it um kind of overtake your day um, sometimes when, uh, you know, somebody says no to you, um, no doesn't necessarily mean no. It means I want more information. Mm-hmm. It means you have not told me enough yet for me to want to buy from you. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, you know, it, it, if we walk away from the no, then we are possibly walking away from the sale, too, because... It's maybe, you know, you've just not sold me yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe there's an issue. Maybe it's timing. Maybe it's price. And these are all things you can, you know, deal with Mm -hmm. if you know what the the objection is. And I think that is the really key to overcoming objections is to ask the question. Mm -hmm. uh, If somebody says no, like, okay, uh, what is it uh, that... You know, they're saying no too. Have you yeah. given them enough information? Yeah, and I mean, there's a fine line here. I mean, I'm always, you can always hear me saying, I've learnt my lesson over the years, you know, exactly like you. If somebody doesn't say no, it means they're not ready, or as you said, they haven't got enough information. But I never give up. I always find it a really good way that's not too pushy to keep in touch with those people because, Janet, if I don't, they'll forget me, and when they're ready, They'll, they'll, you know, bump into somebody else, forget who I am, and they'll, they'll give their um, precious dollars to somebody else as a client. So, what tips have you got for us today to deal with objections and rejections? Okay, well, I, I picked a, a couple out that I thought, you know, are maybe the most common. And one thing that uh, comes up a lot is, is price. People will say, you know, your services are, are cost too much, or I, I can get that from somebody mm. cheaper price. Mm. And sometimes that's just a ploy to get as much out of you as they they can. You know, I mean, we all want to get a, a good price. A good price, of course we do. But then, you know, what they have to do is focus on on the value. So, yeah. if, if the bottom line is the the biggest hurdle for your client, then you need to help them justify the cost. Um, you can, depending on the product or service, you can sometimes break it down into smaller services or um, trying um, part of the product to start with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but mostly you need to focus on the unique value of not just your products, but of, you know, dealing with you. What is, what is the advantage of um, working with you? 
And you know, there's a lot of people out there, would-be customers, that I, I really don't want as customers anymore because they do shop around and they say, well, you know, Janet can do it cheaper or Linda can do it cheaper and they go from one person to the other and they're not going to be the loyal clients who I want. I would rather not not deal with them because they're not going to stay loyal to me. They're always going to want more for less. So I tend to, like you do, Janet, go for the next the next client up kind of deal because we all have our levels, don't we? Exactly. And, you know, and it's sometimes you, you need to just walk away from them. The, another uh, reason why people won't deal with you is maybe um, they don't feel you have enough experience to help them in the, their business uh, or with what you're selling. You haven't um, established any relationship with them. When we uh, talked a couple of weeks ago on Sales Talk, I talked about that whole, you know, no trust like factor and how that is so important mm-hmm. when you're making the sale. Yep. Um, People will work and deal with people they know, like, and trust. It's the same, like, if they don't have that real um, connection with you, there's going to be more objections. They're going to hold back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Read body language. That is That tells you a lot. And sometimes, you know, you can overcome an objection before it's even stated because you can tell from their body language what... Um, they're going to be saying next. And what, what kind of thing would we look, you know, how can we tell from the body language? I mean. Okay. Um, when pe- If people are genuinely interested in you and what you're doing, they tend to lean forward. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. If they sit back, and even worse, if they sit back and fold their arms. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> That in any relationship, I don't. It doesn't matter whether you're selling or not. That usually means they're not sure on you. Yes, yes, they're closing off from you. I know the thing about the folded arms. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, uh, noticing those things, or if they start to shuffle or seem uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, um, and they avoid eye contact. That's so. Would it be a good idea? Um, I know you said you're adding lots of different modules in the future. Mm-hmm. Are you? Um, I always recommend to my clients um, getting to know ourselves before we get to know our clients. So a self-awareness kind of um, module might be good. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely good. Good advice. And uh, yeah, knowing yourself and how how do you act when you are approached? Think about that because. If you're giving off um, maybe negative vibes, uh, other people pick up on it too. And also, I try to put myself in my client's position. How do I like to be sold to? Um, One example, um, just leasing a new Mini. I lease them every four years. And I had a lot of questions. And Dave, my husband, was there and a couple of the guys sorting out the lease and the price. And And I said straight up, they know me. I've been going back for years. I want a good price. And basically, this is what I would like. And I didn't understand part of what they were explaining to me, Janet. So I says, you know, that sounds good to Dave, my husband. It sounds good to you, but I really don't understand what you're trying to tell me. Can we break it down into little bits so I can understand? And it's okay to say that, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. You know, and and some people will tell you, you know, they need to run it by um, their spouse or mm-hmm. their business partner uh, before doing anything else. And you know, that is a really uh, valid objection, and it can often have a positive outcome. 
Uh, as long as they're not using it as, as an excuse to get away from the... Well, this is it. I mean, in my case, obviously, we were there a couple of hours. They knew we were going to go ahead with the lease. But I think that with me, I'm not scared to ask those questions because I'm spending money. I am loyal to those guys. And if they haven't got time, and these are the people I steer f- um, away from, Janet, the, you know, you don't need to know that. You know, just buy my product or service. I, I cannot deal with those people. So... Rejection. Say, for instance, you know, we think we've got the sale, and I know this happens a lot. We've we've given them um, all the information. We've we've gone home. We've we've worked on an overview. We've sent them all the information in an email or in the real mail, and we've spent you know maybe a week or more getting all this this work done for our possible client, and then they say no. How do we deal with that, Janet? Because I don't think it's wasted work, do you? That all the stuff we've done. No, it's not wasted work because you've already you you've planted a seed. You know why? What are they saying no to? Maybe it's the timing. Maybe it's too much for them to take on at that particular time, and it might work in a few months. Um, sometimes that can still be an, an objection a few months down the road, but you need to keep in mind that. Usually, potential clients have more than one objection, so mm-hmm. it's important to be able to identify them and um, and know how to deal with each one. If, it, if it's an outright no, um, you know, it might be an outright no. And the thing is, don't burn our bridges. Don't say, okay, so I've spent two weeks working on this proposal. I've, I've used my printer. I've used all my ink. Yeah. I've, I've got no return on my investment. If you do that, that's it. You've burnt your bridges. There's no going back. But like you say, if the person objects, rejects, says no, and you hang in there and you say, it's okay, I would prefer that you deal with somebody, you know, that you feel you really want to, you know, be a client of, they may well come back to you because if they shop around, they realize they do have a good relationship with you. They do want to work with you. So I guess never burn your bridges, eh, Janet? Absolutely not. And, you know, even if they will not be doing business with you, if you keep the relationship on a a nice, even keel, they'll refer you. Yes. Because maybe they cannot or will not do business with you for a variety of reasons. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they, they may be uh, already dealing with my brother's friend's wife. <laughs> yep, I get you. I get you. You're so right, Janet. And, and they're saying, well, you know, I, I really need to do this. It's a family thing. Um, but they'll refer you to other people because if you are professional mm-hmm. and maintain um, that level of prof- professionalism during the call, that will be remembered. And the be, thing is, you, you and I have a really good relationship. We we um, operate almost the same businesses, but they are very different and unique in the way they are. So yes. if someone comes to me and says, I'm interested in A, B, and C, and I don't feel they're a fit, whether it's you or another organization offering the same kind of thing, but particularly you because of our trusted relationship, I say, you know what, I don't think we fit your needs, but why don't you speak with Janet? To yes. me... It's not an objection. It's not a rejection. I don't feel like I've lost a sale. And as you said, they'll stay loyal to me down the line. Um, yes. In your early days when you first got into business, did you feel it like I did then? Think to yourself, what have I done wrong? Why are they not choosing me? Did you have those feelings also? Have you always been of the same opinion? that? No, absolutely. I was 
scared stiff. I I was terrified of objections. I I I didn't want to hear the word no. I didn't know how to go about it. It's a learning process. Yeah. And I took a, you know, a lot of people said no to me before I got yeses. I used to, um, I do this sometimes with um, people in direct sales. I give them a, a sheet of paper and there's a uh, hundred boxes on it. And I, every time you get a no, check the box. Really? Yeah. And wow. I, you will not reach a hundred no's. That's really good. That, yeah. yeah, that takes away the fear factor because I guess in my early days, because my prime job is, you know, um, professional speaker, uh, lots and lots of competition, how do you stand out from the crowd? So I used to compare myself to the other female speakers, mainly in Toronto, and so I'm not as good as them. I haven't got what they've got. And it, it took me a few years to learn my lesson and realize, as you are showing us today, Janet, you know, it's not about us being rejected. It's lots of different reasons. This is really exciting that you're working your way through all these modules and that you're helping so many people. And um, we're not going to be able to enjoy another one of your podcasts till we return from Europe. But which one will we be working on next time? So next time we are going to be talking about follow-up. Oh, I love follow-up. I must admit that is my forte because I use, I'm terrible, I use social media a lot as well because let's imagine you're my guinea pig, Janet, and we've met at a networking event and then we've met for coffee and you've said you're going to do A, B and C and you don't. Well, we've sent the email, left a phone message, so I'm thinking, well, I'm friends with Janet on Facebook. I'll just say, hey, Janet, how are you doing as a reminder? So my husband often says you can run, but you can't hide, but I do it in a really nice way. So I'm guessing you're going to give us even more tips. I am. That's awesome, Janet. So um, thank you again. I, I think with you in, in, in our community, in, in the world of business, helping so many people, um, you know, people are benefiting out there and really gaining traction. Now, have you got any um, events coming up that you want to share with us today? Um, the next Canadian Networker meeting is going to be on April the 12th. Mm-hmm. Um, 6.30 at the Fork and Cork on oh, awesome. Eva Street East in uh, Kitchener. And people have to register, I guess, yeah? They should go online and register. It, it, it helps if they do that way. I, I know how many are coming. Yep. Um, and I do have a meetup.com uh, group called the Canadian Networker. Mm-hmm. Um, or you, you will find the event posted on Facebook as well. Okay, so easy to find. And I know you get, what, up to 30 or maybe more people at both events? It's it's been in in the 40 to 45 range. Oh, 40 to 45. So if someone's shy like me, well, not shy anymore, but I used to be, somebody will be there to make sure that they, you know, they... Hi, you're feeling alone. Come and talk to Janet. She'll make you feel comfortable. It's not one of those clicky ones, is it? Where absolutely not. It's I knew the answer, but I just wanted you to tell everyone. It's, it's a very friendly group. It and is. As one person said to me, she was uh, trying out a new uh, elevator pitch, oh. and uh, before she did it, she says, "Okay, I'm going to do this because I feel safe in this room." Perfect, Janet. That is perfect. I want people to know. Yeah, you come and feel safe. You've you've formed a very tight knit community within your all your organisations, and that's exactly what I love. Well, I'm going to have to let you go, Janet. I know you're busy, and I'm heading out to a meeting. We'll see you in um, I guess when we come back from Europe, and then we'll start with um, our next ones. Okay. 
All right, I'll follow up with you then. Bye for now. Bye.